VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Look, if you just found $100 on the street, would you pick it up or keep walking? Of course you'd take the money. So why do you keep picking winners and not betting on them? That's why I go to my bookie. It's fast, it's easy, and they pay when you win. Let's face it, where you're betting is just as important as who you're betting on. You know, I wouldn't be telling you guys to bet with them if they weren't the best. So do the smart thing. If you're going to bet football this season, bet with my bookie. You can bet on games after kickoff. If by the second half it looks like your bet is going to lose, you can always just take the other side. If you're the type of guy that likes to bet a little and win a lot, try to parlay. If all of your picks come through, you multiply your winnings. And no matter how you bet, the NFL season is the best time of year. Join now, and my bookie will double your first deposit. Use promo code CHAIR to activate the offer. That's promo code CHAIR, C-H-A-I-R. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. UVA football is the softest bunch of cream puffs, bow tie wearing, brie cheese eating, NASCAR wearing wussies I've ever seen in my life. Punch people from UVA right in the neck. They wear suits to games. <laughs> That's absurd. Welcome back, everyone, to the Guys and Ties podcast. This is Dustin. I'm here with Rob. It's still Sunday. You know, we're doing a double recording today. And today, uh, what we're going to talk about this episode is Frankie Bidoki, who unfortunately has decided to not pursue his basketball career with the Virginia Cavaliers anymore. In fact, he's not going to play basketball anymore. Uh, and we're going to talk about why and kind of the you know, the ramifications that come from that and just the fallout and everything. So I want to start off by just saying that, you know, we love Frankie, even though he didn't play that much. He was a, I, I think a fan favorite. I was always excited when he came in. He seemed like a really talented player. He was really athletic, mm-hmm. super bouncy. So it's unfortunate that his time at UVA never materialized in anything, you know, that we would remember him by other than, you know, playing piano yeah, uh, one the one very well moment, done. Yeah, at the um, celebration when the basketball team came back. So uh, unfortunate that he had to quit, but hopefully he's happier for it. And uh, I think that we'll we will all support him, no matter what. But let's talk about uh, you know what happened and why he's not playing anymore. When Badoki said that he was not going to play anymore, he cited it as that he wanted to pursue his music career. And while, you know, on the team, he wasn't able to do that to the fullest extent that he wanted to be able to. And I totally get that. And I think that's a really, you know, noble reason to do it. In the past, he's had a lot of injuries and, you know, undisclosed illnesses as well. So his first year he redshirted, wasn't able to play because of a leg injury. In the second year, he wasn't playing as much. And then he got uh, sick from an undisclosed illness. And uh, we're not really sure what that was, but he didn't play that much. Came back, was able to come back a little bit, and then um, didn't really play much that year either. And then this year, we were hoping that he would be able to play some, maybe play some spot minutes for the front court. Unfortunately, we're not going to be able to have that. So, Rob, what what are some things that are you know going to come from Badoki leaving the program? I mean, I guess first off, it's kind of just like, kind of ironic just like 
the moment he's most known for being the piano is kind yeah. of the reason that he's leaving the program. Yeah, but so I think it's a little sweet. But I, I think I like that, you know, because he, you can tell he's good at it. He really likes it. He's good at it. So mm-hmm. I mean, if you're going to leave one passion for another, you might as well be good at yeah. it. Yeah, right. <laughs> Hopefully, hopefully, no, he's good at it, and so I, I'm, I'm excited that he's able to pursue that. But and so with that, we have an extra scholarship. Yeah, it's it's kind of interesting because first off, we're not going to get Henry Coleman. Yeah. I think let's say that <laughs> let's up front. say that right off. The I don't bat. think Henry Coleman. I think For I've read a bunch bat. of different takes on this. Like number one, if Henry Coleman really wanted to be at UVA, he would have been here by now. You know, he had several months before Jabri Abdul Rahim. We would not accepted. have Jabri Abdul Rahim. You know, if Henry Coleman. That same scholarship yeah. was open for a while. He didn't jump at it and. Too, you know, he took us off his list. And I don't think the fact that Virginia all of a sudden got a scholarship open really changed anything. So, but with that said, it explains this, like we had, I forget, we should have looked this up. I forget the guy's name, but Virginia hosted a 2020 prospect last weekend on grounds. And we were like, oh, that's weird. Like we don't have a scholarship. Like what's going on? And then Monday we find out Padoki, you know, is, you know, his playing career is over at UVA. So yeah, it was kind of weird, but it also made a lot of sense once we heard that. So, I don't know. It makes the recruiting thing all of a sudden more interesting, you know? And we'll see how it goes. You know, Badoki was a guy that, you know, had potential for sure. I always kind of envisioned him as kind of an Isaiah Wilkins with more offensive upside. That said, I don't know how much he was going to play this year. I don't know really, you know, he was going to have to take a step up in order to make the you know, a legitimate contribution than what he had played last year. Last year, he played 29 total minutes. He scored five total points, six rebounds. You know, he never played more than four minutes in a game, all in mop-up duty. So there was going to need to be a next step that was coming. Who's to say if he could have done it? But with that said, now we have the opportunity to kind of look and, you know, see see what's going to happen up there. And, you know, is this turn into a McCoy situation where we get someone kind of at the end like we did last year? I don't know. I don't know. And there's still a full season. I mean, almost a full year for them to try to fill this spot. I don't really know what's going to happen. Um, so it'll it makes the recruiting scene at least more intriguing and something worth following. So what, I don't know. What are your thoughts, Dustin? I, I feel like, and, and once again, we're not getting Henry Coleman. And I want to make that clear for everyone because Henry Coleman has got you know, an offer from Duke, just visited Duke recently, or he's got a visit coming up. So I think that, you know, he's moved on and I think we've moved on too, even if the fan base has not. I know he's a fan favorite. I know he's from, you know, in-state, but that doesn't mean that we need him to be good. I think we're at the point now, and it's kind of different than football, you know, if you don't, it, I th- I feel like with football, if you're not getting the in-state prod- products, prospects, um, especially from Virginia where the 757 is so rich with talent, you're, you're not going to be as good of a football team as you can. With basketball, it's a little bit different, you know, because there's not a lot of players on each team. You can recruit from anywhere. You can recruit from anywhere, and we are recruiting from everywhere. You know, we got a kid coming from North Carolina and Carson McCorkle. We got a kid coming from Louisiana and Reese Beekman. We got a kid coming from New Jersey. and um, We've got tons of international players. Right, we got a lot of international players. So we got all these different players coming in. We don't need them from Virginia. And so I think that's, you know, when people look at football recruiting it's like how many players do we have coming from in-state do we have the best players coming from in-state you know and how are we stacking up versus virginia tech how are they doing in recruiting it's very different with basketball and so i think that a lot of people saw henry coleman as like an elite recruit he you know he's got the defensive prowess that we love he's got a high motor he loves getting rebounds he's great on offense he's a big guy he's ready to play right away 
And people saw that and just said, we need him. He's in state. We got to get him. And I think the mindset of that is, that's great. Is there mutual interest there? And, you know, there was some, but I think that in the end, Virginia was not the best fit for the Coleman family. And I totally respect that. And I think that other fans need to do so as well <laughs> instead of keep tweeting at it. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what's going to ultimately happen here. All I know is that we'll most likely... And I mean, heck, you don't even have to fill a scholarship here if you don't want to, if you want to spread out the classes even more. But yeah. most likely they're going to evaluate guys, most likely offer up a scholarship to some guys. We'll see what happens. There really hasn't been any big developments to date other than that we're hosting um, mm-hmm. or that we hosted a guy visiting. So I don't know, man. I don't know. It, it adds a little bit of intrigue. You obviously hate to see it for Badoki, you know, um, you know, from his playing career. And that's kind of... Tony Bennett had a very short and sweet quote in his press release, and that's exactly what he said. Yeah. You know, if that's the full story, great. I, I don't know if we'll ever know, but, you know, you wish Badoki the best, you wish the team the best, and all of it means is really there's a new development in this offseason. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, how Badoki does. I'm also excited to see, you know, what we do with this extra scholarship, and I think that's going to be, you know, just another storyline that we follow throughout the year and you know i'm excited for basketball to start soon it it doesn't feel that far away it It, really isn't that far away it does it feels far away though i think that that helps that you know our football team just won seems pretty good this year so i'm not looking ahead this year rob i've made a i've made a (laughs) promise to myself i'm not looking ahead okay i like it i like it (laughs) yeah so um rob anything else we want to talk about with basketball nah man or what we're like two months away now two months away something like that i want i do want to say that joe harris um scored nine points in his first international appearance for team usa um in a win so leading scorer off the bench had the highest plus minus of any player so it's an um, important stat i know rob loves plus minus (laughs) uh So with that, good job, Joey Buckets. Uh, cool to see him on that team, even if it is like a kind of a B-list team. Yeah, they lost a game, didn't they? They lost like an exit. Uh, they were like the first. It was Australia. the first time they yeah. lost in Australia, like eighty yeah. games or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's crazy. But um, hopefully they can pull it out. You know, it's not like a big deal or anything. I don't, I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't really, know too much. about I don't really that. care that much. FIBA World Cup. Yeah, super cool to see him do that. Anyway, this has been a really short pod. We just want to update everyone on that. Um. Not a lot of basketball news coming out, so when there is some, we will be make. I will make sure to throw it in there. <laughs> Rob's gonna talk football the whole time. I want to get my basketball talk in. But with that, thanks for listening to the Guys and Ties podcast. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Guys and Ties Pod. Make sure to follow us on Snapchat and I uh, Instagram at Guys and Ties Pod. Give us a follow on uh, iTunes if you want to keep listening to Rob and I talk about football and basketball and all things UVA. And uh, go who's go who's. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. 
Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows all state to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. All state fire and casualty insurance company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.